What's up, my Tomies? I hope you all are doing well. Listen, uh, Tom and I got together and we put some things together for you as you step into the new year so that you can reset in the right way. So we are offering peace of mind and creating in chaos for $89. You're not going to be able to beat that. These classes get your mind around preventative maintenance and not crisis management. Your body is keeping the score. Your body knows you're not telling the truth about our experience. We can't control what life throws at us, but I do believe we can control how we respond to it. You are going to see yourself very, very differently than you have before. Ooh, so y'all weren't even finna get, this is bonus material. <laughs> Your next step needs to be the type of faith move that pulls you out of your comfort zone. Whatever you are sowing now, you're gonna reap later and it's not gonna look like what you put into the ground now. You already have something that has the potential to multiply. I don't know how you feel about stepping into a new year, but I want you to know that resolutions will not resolve the issues that you're going through. Only hard work will. So click the link below, tomeapp.com slash new year, and let's step into the new year together. Peace. On me? Give us a clap to him, please. Um, uh, beautifully bewildering. I do the podcast I feel like the Holy Spirit tells me this is what I want you to do which was very unsettling 
and welcome to the podcast. Uh, we're so excited today. We have Pastor Tim Ross. We just want to thank you for being here. Thank um, you. Appreciate we're, it. We're excited. Thanks. Really excited. But and Jay, call me yeah, Tim. Tim. All yeah, right. Tim's fine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Flat Tim. They're going to see Flat Tim. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see Flat Tim. Yeah. We just really appreciate you coming on. And, um, thank you for having we're me. Just, appreciate it. We're excited for people to see this. And um, I just, would you just do one thing and would you just pray for the people that are watching? Oh, absolutely. And just, uh, I think, I don't which camera's on him, that one right there? Yeah. Yeah. Just whatever you feel led to, yeah. whatever yeah. you feel led to do. What's up, people? I want to see you have your entire world upset with the message, love, and hope of Jesus Christ. So, Jesus, thank you so much for my friend. A podcast fam? Like, I'd rather throw a penny in the ocean. Everybody got a podcast. Like, why would I do a podcast? That's, that's random. And um, you know, sometimes you get a word from God, and 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 you know it's not a suggestion. Like it's a commandment. Gonna go boom, 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 yeah. boom, 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 and it's just gonna blow up. I, I'm like, this is a moment. Yes. Like this yeah. moment. Yeah, this is a moment, bro. I've literally been sitting here trying to soak this whole thing in because I'm just like, this is some like this is special. Yeah, it is. I agree, bro. Let no, me dude. let me ensure this money's in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like writing this wait, check wait, with wait, so wait, much wait, confidence. It's a Wednesday. No, 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 no. I, I don't need to post date the check. The check, <laughs> the check is going to go through. I just wanted to make sure that this is one of the biggest faith moves. I've made, be and and I want this. I want that to be clear because, mm -hmm. and the reason why I say it's one of the biggest ones is because all my other moves have been in a realm I'm comfortable with, mm -hmm. right? Like with people you've probably been around, for and a people while. I've been yes. around. So it's been ministry. All right, it's a faith move, but it's a faith move in ministry, right? So, yeah. all right, I'm at a church, and then I'm gonna go out and be a speaker you know what I mean I'm gonna go out and travel and preach at other churches okay well, all right all right well, you, it feels like you're just stepping out of one boat into another this here this is stepping out on water yes this is stepping out on water yo you know what I'm saying like and and just going the only reason why I'm coming out of this boat Lord and stepping on water instead of swimming in it is because you said come yes. the only thing that's gonna make me stand on water is you giving me permission to come out here. That's this. We both heard this word that Charlotte Gamble came to our church for our sixth anniversary. So we heard that prophetic word she gave in front of the whole church. And uh, I, I was listening to it, but I was like, yeah, yeah, battery's changing. I didn't know what that meant. And, um, and then Tim goes away, and then he calls me, and uh, he's like, babe, basically, basically in a nutshell, I think I heard what the Lord meant about this prophetic word. And I was like, okay. And when he initially told me, I wanted to wring his neck. <laughs> it was about to be nuclear war. <laughs> I'm in a hotel room in Tulsa, Oklahoma, 5 a.m. in the morning, 
And the Holy Spirit's like, I need you to go listen to that word again. So I pull it up on YouTube, I listen to it again, and it feels like the whole thing's been overdubbed. Like straight Japanese style overdubbed, right? And I'm like, she didn't say this four days ago. And so I'm like listening and best way I can describe it is the message was encoded and then and encrypted and four days later it was decoded and decrypted and the Lord kind of made it plain like, hey, your, your season as a lead pastor is coming to an end. So, dude, I burst into tears. Like I started bawling. It wasn't like, oh, yay. It was like, <laughs> like, did I do something wrong? Like, what is the problem? I really like the church and had so much vision for the future and what I thought we were stepping into. I thought the word she gave was about like me stepping into the future of what was gonna happen. Psych. That's one thing about getting a word from the Lord that I think people need to understand is that like, it, it may not always excite you, right? It might scare the heck out of you. So I cried and I called uh, Jerome, uh, Jerome Lewis, who is uh, one of my like, closest mentors and uh, father figures. And he he just kind of settled me down and was like, okay, well, you, you just need to pray for clarity. And that that's what set us on this journey. Like that was the day that set us on this journey. Yeah. The Holy Spirit told me the same voice that you that you've used privately to mentor and disciple people, that's the voice I want you to use publicly. That scared the hell out of me. So we keep saying this is a Christian nation where I need you to see the right moves I make as well as the wrong moves that I make. Churchianity is not a thing, so please tear that down. What the heck is that? I don't want to be churchianity. I don't, I, that's not in the Bible. I don't know. I thought, well, I'm going to get canceled for real because... I'm a hood dude from LA fam. Like I'm not, when I mentor people and I disciple them, like I talk straight to them. I'm not like, but that's been one-on-one. -on -one. I've been up close and personal, da, da 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 I've never had to sit down in front of a hot mic and let that voice go out into the atmosphere where a bunch of people could be like, oh, I don't like the way he said that. So dude, there was, I was just nervous. I'm just like, <laughs> I was so, um, I wasn't really, I wasn't self-aware. I was self-conscious. Um, but sometimes when you obey God, you just gotta do stuff scared. You cannot wait till you brave. <laughs> I've never, been hit like I got hit in July in my adult life that I can remember. I'm sure there was some stuff. I'm talking about like spiritual warfare. Though. I ain't talking about like depression when my brother died or some issues in my marriage that we had to work through or pressure on the job. I'm talking about just, hey, I'm supposed to be relaxing and bam, like get smacked in the mouth. Um, fears of rejection, fears of insecurity, fears of um, uh, what was the other one? Uh, it was it was 
yeah, fear, rejection, and insecurity were, were the three things he was hitting me with. And I got struggles, but those ain't my struggles. So, so not only was I mad about the spiritual warfare I was under, I was mad about what I was being attacked with because those ain't even my things. Um, and I had no context to where it was coming from. Like, I have no idea why I'm feeling like this. Again, I don't have social media. I don't know what's happening with the pod. I don't know what's happening on YouTube. I don't know what's happening on iTunes. I don't know what's happening on Spotify. I don't know, I don't know what's getting clipped and put on Instagram. I have no idea. Satan did. So I have no idea that it's resonating with people. I just know I'm getting beat up. And the, the, the fight was for me to cancel the whole thing when I came off sabbatical. Like, hey guys, I know, I know it was gonna be like a good idea, but I don't really think I should be doing this. That's what the fight was for. In hindsight, I know that. I didn't know it real time, but in hindsight, I know that fight was meant for me to come back and go, you know what, I, nah, let's not put that out. Or whatever you put out, cool, but then we'll shut it down after that. And um, I got back on August 1st. We shot a podcast and it was time to go get lunch. We went to this restaurant and uh, Tim had just gotten back from sabbatical and he did not know that the podcast skyrocketed within one month. In 30 days, we went from zero to 25,000 subscribers organically, never paid for an ad, never paid for anything. And we broke the news to him in this restaurant, this little rinky dink restaurant. And you got this red bearded man, Mexican freckled dude, in fr uh, sitting together side to side in front of Tim. We break the news to him and he, Tim is just crying. <gasps> Like letting it, I mean, ugly crying. And I just burst into tears, bro. Like, I just, and I'm talking like ugly cry, not like, oh, it's very nice. Like uncontrollable, dry heaving, snot, tears running through the beard and still falling down. Like that's, those are some viscous tears, fam, when they get through the beard and still drip. So my omelet got wet with my tears after I watered my beard. Um, and that's when I knew, oh, this is why you came for me. Like, oh, duly noted. And then I, so I felt vindicated. My, my therapist always goes, hey, pay attention to your body. And I did this, but I did, I felt vindicated. I felt like since you came for me like that, coming for you like you want you squared up on me like you sucker punched me on my vacation on my sabbatical I'm like okay all right now 25 24,000 25,000 people I'm on you I'm on your neck and and all this like boldness came up and then I'm like roll the cameras like you know what I mean I'm like who we interviewing let's go Let's shoot a pie while we're out there. So um, we're looking for people to shoot a pod with, like some news personalities or whatever. 
And I choose Jeanette Aguiar. Jeanette Aguiar is the first person that put me on TV like 25 years ago. And this is the thing, dude, when, when the Lord starts like giving you influence and exposure, the worst thing you can do is have a short memory. I, I, don't, I don't care nothing about this being a documentary. I don't care nothing about this being, I don't care how long this is, right? People can turn it off. You cannot have a short memory when God gives you exposure and when he gives you influence. If the only people you can remember are the people that's been with you the most recently, you, you ain't built out for this. Because I didn't get here by myself. You don't get to where you are by yourself. Jeanette Aguiar put me on television, broadcast television, about 100,000 homes in L.A., public access, right? We ain't talking about NBC, ABC, CBS, but TV is TV, fam. I've been saved 13 months. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so hood, Cali. Goatee, diamond stud earrings, big bright silver herringbone necklace, and she's like, yo, I see something in you. I want, I want you to be on my show. I want to interview you. So flash forward 25 years, we go, in, we go into LA, I'm like, I'm interviewing Jeanette. I think the Lord noticed who we chose and he's like, out of all the people you could choose, you gonna choose Jeanette. I'm like, yeah. He's like, cool, I'm gonna get you a bonus guest. And then Hector got a a DM on Instagram from Devon Franklin's rep. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for man. doing what you're doing. Thank, Thank you, you man. for following what God is calling you, walking on water and taking those steps. Yeah, because man. People, people forget the, the, the storm had not calmed. When That's you correct. Stepped on that water. That's absolutely correct. So as you're navigating the various storms of transition and still being here and doing what you're doing, man, I want to say thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I love it. And so we did the podcast, man, and then it just went. So we got like 75,000 subscribers in two months. YouTube, uh, Spotify, iTunes. It's top 20 every week uh, on Chartable, a Christian yeah. top uh, podcast or whatever. But it's really, it's just a really weird space that the Lord would say, hey, stop standing up, come sit down, and then I'll give you influence. So it's, that's where, that's what it is. That's what it is. And so. That's your next book right there. <laughs> and that's with zero marketing, by the way. That's we've unreal. done zero marketing to like we've never paid for an ad. What? Nothing. Nothing. That's miraculous. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, so we, we're just we're just in this space where uh, I love what you said. The advice uh, I'm, I'm holding it dear. Like, okay, take your time and figure out who you're becoming. I ain't gotta know. Nope. We don't have to strive. I'm not doing anything to be like, let's keep the wave going. It's like we're just gonna keep putting out this content yep. because. God gave us the blueprint. We heard That's it, right. we're doing it. Right. And the results are his. 
Yep. Not ours. So. Oh, it's a lunch meeting. So you go, yeah, okay, yeah, you get yes. to eat. So, man, thank you so man, much, let's man. Get, let's get a picture. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And when he was saying, like, you're getting to know you. Like, you've never been here before, so you're getting to know you again. Dude, that hits him hard. And I was just like, bro, this is wild. Yeah. How are you feeling, sir? <laughs> he just said it was a pod for you. Bro. bro. Yes. Ooh, I got, they came back. The goosebumps came <laughs> back. It's like, golly, bro. Ooh. Whoa. What? Whoa. What just happened, bro, dude? No, like, I'm literally not. What just happened? It's going, I, I'm, I need to process this one. Yeah, dude. dude. I had no expectation. I never have an expectation. But that was such a deposit. So, so we stay at the Beverly Hilton, right? We fly, we fly first class, first of all. We stay at the Beverly Hilton, all three of us. Uh, stay at the Beverly Hilton. Uh, I get a penthouse suite, because that's that, it's gonna be big enough for us to shoot. The whole trip, including the executive producer money that we put up, for the documentary, the whole trip is like 47 G's for three days. <laughs> what? What are we even talking about? And this is not like we're about to get that money back. Like, hey, I'm, well, you know, I got these speaking engagements and I'll recoup that, da 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 da. We freaking believe in what we're doing. That's why we spent the cheese, bro. We believed in what we were doing. It cost us that money to get this content. That interview with Devon Franklin changed me as a person. It changed my mind on how I think about what I feel like God's calling me into. So it was worth the four, it was worth 47 G's just to get the lesson. There's no man about to pop out of the bushes and be like, I slept with him. There's no woman about to pop out of the bushes with a text message that says, I got him. We didn't steal no money. I don't have no inappropriate text messages. Nothing is about to come out. Nothing is about to come out. I'm not trying to dodge a bullet. God spoke in public last year, and we're obeying what he told us to do. So. You're on a roll, keep going. Okay. So let's all take a deep breath in there, shall we? Let it out. One more time. October 2nd is when, is when we told uh, the church about the transition. And um, it was bittersweet. You know what I mean? Like, um, I, but I was so relieved because I felt like I, I had a poker face for a year. You know what I mean? I've known this since <laughs> September of 21. I had to hold it until October 2nd of 22. But dude, um, God just kissed it. He kissed the whole thing. Like we just, Juliet and I sat there and we just shared our hearts and 
um, expressed not only our love for them, but our love for God and 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 our our love for the process. Like obedience is better than sacrifice. Embassy City is a dope church. Like it's the prettiest church I've ever been in. Like and he let me lead it. Like he let me found the church. But man, when he calls you, you gotta go. Point blank period. You ain't gotta know where you're going, but you do have to go. And so um, we bought everybody nothing but cakes. We spent like 6,500 bucks on, on cake. <laughs> we were like, hey, whether you're glad or sad, eat cake. <laughs> we're just handing out bunt cakes to people. That <laughs> thank, thank you so much. We're like, <laughs> You want the you want the red velvet? So it's pretty funny. Um, uh, but yo, there there it was bittersweet, but we were relieved. Like we were finally happy that it was out. And from that day forward, it it, it you know it's been good. Yeah, it's been good. What did it feel like when we went to Transformation Conference V two? As that being your first apostolic mission correlating to what God confirmed in the hotel the year prior. Alright, dude. So this is the thing that's crazy, okay? So this will stay in this room. The Holy Spirit gave me what I'm supposed to preach tonight, last night, while Mike was speaking. And I was like, and you gotta understand the significance of that. I just told Embassy City on Sunday that I'm stepping down as their lead pastor. And then the first place I speak after that is at V2. That is not a coincidence. That the very first time I truly speak apostolically after making this announcement is in this house. But the message that he gave me speaks to that. The title of the message is Overflow is Overboat. Overboat ain't even a word. And it's Matthew 14 and Jesus telling Peter, come stand on the water with me. Because you were never, you, your, your, your family business is fishing that's not your business now Peter had already quit his daddy's business when all those fish came into his nets in his boat when he got back to the shore what he do he quit his daddy's job to follow the man that gave him the fish not stay with the fish the man gave him so the first thing he did was get out of his boat on land <laughs> the next time he got out of the boat was on sea he said you got out of the boat the first time and you stepped in something that you knew is familiar you knew works for you you know you can negotiate the second time you step off this boat it's going to be on something that you know you can't stand on without me <laughs> the overflow is over boat because, it's, because this is like so fresh and so raw for me 
I just felt like I don't I didn't have another message to preach except what I was going through at the time. But there was a moment uh, as I'm kind of sharing that journey that I mentioned the basement and yo, I literally still can't think about it without.
words of affirmation is my love language. And uh, I mention the podcast. And the response was just... I felt like I was standing under a waterfall of, af of affirmation. And like, I, I didn't need any more confirmation. But to get the affirmation um, from like 4,000 people at once was very intense. And uh, yeah, I'm still not, I'm, I'm, that, that gets me. When he told me he wanted to start a podcast, I thought it was great. Yeah, I was like, really? Cool. I thought he should totally do it because everybody listens to him. You know, he's such a, uh, so many people come to him. Many, many people would have no idea how many footprints pass through our home, how many footsteps pass through our guest bedroom, how many um, voices have passed these ears and stories that have come across our lives that people have entrusted us with their soul and their heart and, and their lives and, and have trusted Tim with his guidance and his wisdom. And so um, I, I told him, I don't know if you remember, but I was like, absolutely. People come to him for everything anyway. And so most people see him on Sundays and that's it. But from Monday through Friday and Saturday, he's on the phone, he's talking, he's guiding. So why wouldn't he just do that? into a camera and so the more masses can hear this wisdom that he's given out to them anyway. It's crazy because I feel like the last couple of years has been such a catalyst for a lot of people but you could just tell when some people are on the brim of something and I got an elevator pitch with uh, Pastor Tim and I was like if you just did this it'll change your life like if you just post it consistently or if you just uh, did these minor tweaks I just say it like this small tweaks lead to giant peaks and by summertime, it'll be a different ball game. And would you think to see it? Summer of 2022, this man hit 100K on every social platform. Now, I'm not even just gonna say Instagram. Like we're on every platform, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. I've all hit 100K and I just think that that is insane. every weekend before I go out and it's usually an embrace and while I'm hugging him he usually prays over me but I've discipled this dude for like 20 years and he had to make the choice of either being with me today or being with his family his wife's family in Cleveland and even though this is my last day and he wanted to be here I taught him 
that his wife and his family come before the church. Yeah, bro. So he's in Cleveland, so he made sure he got me a video. gave us the basement like we didn't come up with this <laughs> we didn't lab in a room like let's come up with i know something that'll work <laughs> right 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 i know something that'll break the algorithm ain't nobody that smart fam we what are we talking about right so but since we started, since July, um, I've had two jobs. Like I've had to do that and preach. I've had to do that and lead series. I've had to do that and transition to church. 2023, it's my full-time job. Do you know what's about to happen? I don't even know what's about to happen. I don't even know why I asked that question. <laughs> it's like rhetorical. I don't know what's about to happen. All I know is, um, I get to put my full weight into this movement, right? Like this, this is this is what I get to focus on fully. 
And again, this is a venture. This is like, this is a this is a vision that we believe is supposed to be coming to pass. We, there is no, um, I don't even know how the revenue works. I really don't, right? Because you're not like, hey, I got hired by Viacom and they're going to produce this show and no. No, this is like, I'm pushing all my chips to the middle of the table. That's what this is. Like, I, I bet on God. You gave us the basement. I'm pushing all the chips to the middle of the table. If this flops, it's on you, fam. It ain't gonna be my fault, <laughs> right? Like, you know what I mean? You the one gave it to me. So if it sucks, it's your fault, sir. And I know you don't do sucky things, so, and God, God is going to do this. This is not like me trying to do anything. I'm just, what I sense is that this podcast is going to give people opportunity to come to the basement. Some people will want to live there. That's our ultimate goal. But if not, at least if we get people to visit. Right? So, what would an interview be like with me and Snoop Dogg? I don't know, we should get him in the basement. What would an interview be like with Matt Damon? I don't know, we should get him in the basement and find out. Like, what would an interview look like with Barack Obama? I don't know, we should get him in the basement. What would an interview look like with Donald Trump? I don't know. Sounds pretty scary, but maybe we should get him down to the basement. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 because every person has a story and it's unique to them. You know what I mean? And so I want to sit down with people and hear their stories. I want to sit down in this chair and tell you what's on my mind, whether you like it or not. I want to sit down in this chair and learn from some influential people, whether I agree with them or not, so that we can be well-rounded believers in Jesus. You all are a unique group of people. I cannot even describe you, except to say um, that you love Jesus, and for some reason you love us. Thank you. We could not be who we are doing what we do without you. Thank you for believing us. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for defending us. Some of y'all are gangster. Holy cow. Sometimes I get in that comment section and I'm like, it's okay. You don't have to. It's okay. Leave them alone. Um, but I appreciate your support. I appreciate your love. I appreciate your encouragement. I can't personally... Uh, respond to every DM that you send or comment that you write but I get to see a lot of them and I'm I'm just overwhelmed uh, by the way that you love God and the way that you have loved us so thank you the best is yet to come now press B let's go
remember sitting there when he asked, is, <laughs> is he the old guy that's trying to be cool? And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, I've been dying for this. This is content I want to see and just partake of for myself. So, no, you're not going to be the old guy that's trying to be cool. Like, this is necessary. That's how I felt. You are the voice of the next generation. Um, the transparency, the vulnerability, the realness is what is going to spring this next generation, I believe, into revival of what God wants to do. And I think I'm done with, and this generation is done with cookie cutter. I can't stand it. Um, I'm done with religion. And you have stood up in a way that I've never seen a pastor stand up. And if it weren't for you, man, I don't know, I don't know where we would be. But I do know one thing, is that the basement is a seed that God is going to use to bring something to this earth that I don't think that any of us will be able to understand. Um, and it starts with the next generation. We want raw. We want real. If it ain't real, we don't want anything to do with it. So thank you for being real. And please, don't stop. Love you, Pastor Tim.